0: I'm Mike Cadlick, joined by 98.5 Sports. Hub's Alex Barth. We're gonna do a mix of things today uh, on Patriots beat as this off season continues. Um, we'll talk about the Patriots coaching staff, specifically Gerard Mayo, who uh, was requested by the Carolina Panthers today to uh, be interviewed for their head coaching vacant head coaching position. Uh, we'll talk about the NFL's wild card games coming up uh, this weekend, Super Wild card Weekend Part Two, uh, and then we'll open it up for questions. Uh, another interactive episode with you all. So. Bob, your questions last or last on, on Tuesday, me and Alex kind of talked about what we think is going to happen in the off and sort of what we want to see, but we want to hear from you guys too. So uh throw it on the chat and we'll, we'll try and catch or well, re- Really. I that. just, ye-
1: really, I just yelled about Mac Jones and and a huge thank you to whoever uh shared that on Reddit that, you know, appreciate you guys spreading the yes. word of the show. Always love to see that. So whoever that was, I, I had like three people send me like you're, you're this Mac Jones ran is incredible. And I'm like, you don't watch my show. What are you talking about? Like, That's hilarious. It's just, and then you're like, That's no, it's so, so always feel free to share the show. We
0: love that. Thank you to everybody. Yes. That. Share it around. We appreciate you all. Um, let's start with Mayo. So yeah, like I said, uh, Panthers requested inter- to interview past linebackers coach, Gerard Mayo. Uh, he, there's also a request out for him to interview for the Browns uh, defensive coordinator position as well. He said before he wants to be a head coach. He's had interviews in the past. Um, I feel like he's sort of Feels like a position where he he can't turn this down, but I mean, if they're not going to give him the DC title here, he's got to kind of get out of here if he wants to be a head coach. But what what do you think? What do you think of the move? What do you you think about
1: it? Yeah, I I thought he'd be gone last year. I've said this. I think he's going to be a great head coach. I think teams were stupid for passing on him last year. The fact the Chargers are right didn't throw a bag at him, and I know they're in the playoffs, but Staley still sucks. Um, He's it's just a matter of time with him. I think this is the year. He should get a head coaching. Look, I think the Browns is a no-brainer. Um, right. In terms of where he goes, I think Carolina is one of the best openings right now. Honestly, I really do. And look, no team looking for a head coach is going to be perfect. If they were, they wouldn't be looking for a head coach. But you've right. got a blank <laughs> I don't want to say you have a blank slate to work with, but you can bring in your own quarterback. There's plenty of room for flexibility, but you still have a decent young core kind of there, right? They just took Ike McQuenu high in the draft. You've got D.J. Moore, and you got to figure out his contracts. you got D.J. Moore, right. uh, uh, J.C. Horn on the other side of the ball, a corner, Jeremy Chin is a guy I really like. And you have Brian all those Byrne. picks. Brian Burns, thank you. Yes, Brian Burns, certainly. And you yeah. have all those picks, too, that you got from the right. Christian McCaffrey oh, and his other deals. So, I you know, that that's a great spot. I think that is, you know, everybody's talking about Houston and, and Denver, and, and Denver can probably pay the most because those owners are rolling in it. But – from a football point of view, which, which is, is the best job to take in terms of actually getting the football team rolling. I really like the Carolina opening. I think it would be a great fit for him. I, and you know, we'll see who else they talk to. I, I, I like right. him as a candidate. I don't know that he's the best candidate in this cycle. That's probably Sean Payton because we know who he is, right? He's been there and done that. Right. But yeah. He's, he's getting all these calls. He's going to be one of the biggest names in the cycle this year. I I, I, I think it's a matter of just where he ends up. I think he's gone.
0: Yeah, I uh, as far as candidates for that job, I wrote about it on CLNS the uh, about just you know the Panthers bringing him or trying to bring him in, and they've interviewed Frank White, Frank Reich, Steve Wilkes, and Jim Caldwell. Uh, so Wilkes, uh, I've heard the players in Carolina are sort of clamoring to bring Wilkes back. He did a good yeah. job at turning it around, you know, after the whole after they fired Rule and after they shit McCaffrey out. They they ended the season solid, and they ended up in a NFC South Championship game at the end of the season. So I think he was good. You look at Frank Reich, what he did in Indy, he was a good play caller in Philly. I, I don't know. I think, like you said, it's a, it's one of the better jobs out there. And I think Mayo's, he's paid his dues. The, the one thing is the defensive coordinator title that he's yet to have. And he doesn't call the plays. Steve Belichick calls the plays. but Mayo runs the meeting. So I wonder if teams will look at that and it'll kind of, you know, deter them away from mayo because he doesn't have all the experience yet um but again and i wonder too if it, this is where the whole head coach shuffling thing it it becomes very interesting this offseason with the patriots so because the other report that came out yesterday was that it was from tom karen and that Kraft and belichick had their year-end meeting yesterday and changes are expected to be made and bill was on board he did not push back He's ready. He understands. And things are going to shift around. So when I look at where they are from all their coaching and hear me out here, cause I, people aren't, aren't going to like this, but I think it's a real possibility if Mayo leaves and they gut the offensive coaching staff, I wouldn't be shocked if they put Patricia on the defense back again with a guy with Steve Belichick to not entirely hand it over to uh, Steve, but to, you know, keep someone in, in the fold there who's done it before. Because he did win two Super Bowls as a defensive coordinator here. That's why he got a head coaching job. So I don't know what you think about that, but that feels likely if Mayo leaves.
1: It's it's certainly possible. I, it, Bill Belichick clearly thinks very highly of Matt Patricia. Put, put aside right. how you personally feel about him, you being like everybody watching, right? You, you just look at the dynamic. Bill Belichick clearly thinks very highly of this guy. He right. seems like somebody Bill wants to have around one way or the other. He's going to try to put him somewhere. Unless Kraft gives the edict that he cannot be in the building, which I don't think Robert Kraft would do in, in the in the tone of Curran's piece, suggested that, right? That Kraft kind of s- said his piece without being that overbearing owner and saying, right. Hey, this guy that you like, I don't want him here, is very overbearing ownerish to say. So, right. I think Bill's going to want to keep him around and we're a better place to put him than in his old job as defensive coordinator or defensive coordinator equivalent. Basically what Jeron Mayo is right. now, right? Where he has a positional coaching spot and he is um and he's taking on some of those DC type roles, right? So I I wouldn't rule it out wouldn't surprise me. You know, I also think there's a chance he just goes back upstairs like he was last year and kind of into that Ernie Adams-type role. But if... Which I'm okay with,
0: with him there. He... I sat here and I dug into Matt Patricia all season long. He's not an offensive coordinator. The defense here fizzled out a little bit towards the end, but I think Matt Patricia is a decent football mind to at least have in your building. I don't think he takes away. Like, sending him upstairs and having him be the senior football advisor role I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. He's not, uh, you know, I'm not clamoring to have him here either, but I don't nec- like I don't think he has to be gone, gone because like you said, Belichick clearly trusts him and has a lot of confidence in him. And I guess I'd, it's tough to say after this year, but I do still trust Bill Belichick's judgment.
1: Yeah. I, again, I, I don't think he's going anywhere. And if there's a chance to make him the DC, I think they make him the DC. The other
0: thing on Mayo, Alex, I'm curious what you think about this. If they don't, if they're not going to bring Patricia over and Mayo ha- doesn't get a head coach offer, but he gets a defensive coordinator offer from, say, Cleveland, do you see Belichick trying to get him back and saying, we'll make you defensive coordinator here, maybe add on an assistant head coach title and in order to keep him around here? Because that also, in turn, you would think demotes his son. Steve Belichick in that process. No, nah, yeah, so, that, that's not that's not going
1: to happen. The other thing is yeah. it
0: keeps the guy that is the next guy
1: in the building, which Bill might want some distance from, especially in what's going to be
0: a make or break year. Well, so that's what I that's what I think Bill O'Brien might end up being here as is another guy in waiting. So I don't see why he would bring in Bill O'Brien if, if he's not going to bring Gerard Mayo back either. I, so, I, I
1: th- there's much stronger. I don't want to use the word vibes but like because if they ha- it's it's just not going to if they have a bad year next year to the point where Bill has to get fired it's not going to be because of the defense let's just it's not right right so if they're that bad that bill gets fired or they agree to part ways or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. the guy who is running the offense <laughs> isn't going to get the promotion yeah, okay. Right. That, that's a good point. Right. You know, so I just, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I just don't think it sets up. There, There is some of that.
0: I just don't think it sets up that way. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, speaking of the coaching staff, the Patriots and the Falcons are head coach, or their coaching staffs are headed to the Shrine Bowl this year. Uh, yep. Pats are going to take one team, Falcons taking the other Interesting because there's a lot of s- coaching shuffling here. And it sounded like one of the caveats was that you can't have coaching changes, but the Patriots are clearly going to do that. So like I, when we were texting about it, you kind of made it made more sense where there's not going to be a huge overhaul and a lack of staff down there to right. make it happen. And it's like, they,
1: it don't looks like the happen. they don't want the Texans. They don't right. want the Texans because this is probably, they didn't agree to it yesterday and then, and then announce it. This was probably agreed to two or three weeks ago. Right. Sure. They didn't want the Texans agreeing to this and then canning their entire staff. Like that's more what that rule is right. about. They could still sign Bill O'Brien, reassign Matt Patricia. Like that all happens in the background. That's not, although it, it, it will be interesting to see, you know, when the shrine bowl comes and, and we're watching those practices, is Bill O'Brien working with the offensive line, is he working with the quarterbacks, working with the right. linebackers, right? Where's Joe judge. Where's Nick Cayley,
0: if he's still there?
1: Um, it, it's yeah, be that'll give us a say, look. That'll
0: give us a look, like you said before. Before any other look we get and say, A-Pan. yeah.
1: So it's a really unique opportunity. It's also perfect because Bill O'Brien's off. Uh, not Bill O'Brien. Matt Patricia's offense was basically an all-star game offense, where you're running like five super simplistic plays over and over. Again. Yeah, so seriously.
0: He will feel right at home calling an offense in that game. Yeah, that's a good point. And I kind of when we were talking about it yesterday, I was like. And I obviously it came out and I wasn't thinking big picture. But I was like, why the heck are they gonna coach the Shrine Bowl? Like they have other fish to fry here and get, to kind of get their stuff ready. But you're right, it's it's a good opportunity. They drafted a few players from the Shrine Bowl last they year. They drafted right? four in
1: there. Drafted four and signed two. It was, it was Thornton, Jack Jones. Um Thornton, Jack Jones, Pierre Strong. And I, I couldn't do who who's the fourth one? Marcus Jones. Cole no, he was at bowl. the senior Marcus, Marcus Jones at the senior bowl and Bailey Zappi was at the senior bowl. Oh, Sam Roberts, Sam Roberts was the fourth. Okay. Sam yeah, Roberts. So, so good opportunity uh,
0: to get in there.
1: Yeah. And it, it, it's funny. It sounded like from what Albert Breer said, maybe they wanted to do the senior bowl where I would say there's okay. the group of senior bowl prospects is better collectively but the gap is not nearly what it used to be. There are guys at the Shrine Bowl who will go in the first round. I don't know if there's any top 10 picks, but there are guys at the Shrine Bowl who will go in the first round. It's also a deeper look at the class. Not as many guys in the Senior Bowl go on day three. They have a lot of late picks. They have 11 picks in total in this draft. Uh, Eight of those are outside of the top 100, or as projected with the comp picks. but. Uh, They're they're gonna get a good up close look at this guy. These guys they've never done this before under Bill, whether it's the Mm -hmm. Shrine Bowl, the Senior Bowl, they've never taken part in one of these, mostly because they've never been available. Right? It's going to be really interesting to see how they look at it. Uh, and it's also going to be interesting to see what they do with the Senior Bowl, an event they generally really like because there is a little bit of overlap there. Senior Bowl practices, I believe, begin on Wednesday. The Shrine Bowl game is on Thursday. So will they send people down there? Will they have the whole staff in Vegas? Uh it's gonna be interesting to see how they handle that.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Like you said, good opportunity. I think it, it shows that, you know, they Belichick's not going to take this this three-week vacation that everyone talks about and they're not just mailing it in and waiting like they did last year. It seems like they're they're gonna stay more involved this offseason. Uh quickly on comp picks, Alex, and I wanna ask you because I'm not sure if it would be the year after or this year. Say right. Mayo takes a head coaching job. There's a Rooney Rule um, a med, a addition to the Rooney Rule that yeah. came out that if a minority head coach is hired from your system, you get a comp pick. When would that be? If the, it would that when oh. would that happen for the Patriots? Is it a third yeah. round pick the year following? It
1: is a third round pick. I don't know. Let me let me look this up. That's a really good question. Okay, but hang on here because yeah. like regular comp picks are delayed a year, right? Like. You lose a free agent in the spring of 2022. You get the pick in the spring of 2023. Right. So this was so Cleveland got one for hiring their GM, who was no. It would be this year, yeah, Andrew Barry. So they it could, would be okay. Um, I not now those might not be depending on how many third round player comp picks those are. So those come after the player comps, right? Okay. So you get to I think it's 96 is the, the final regular pick of the third round. Let me see. Yeah, uh, that sounds right. But is it? I, I mean, I could just do, I could just do 32 times three, but I can't do that in my head because I can't do math. Yes. 96 is the final pick. So 96. as long as, you know, I, I don't know how they order, you know, the comp picks are ordered based on the players, like even within the rounds. Right. I don't, know how they order the coaching ones i think it might just be based i think it's like gms then head coaches then coordinators and then within that it goes by record okay if it's not a top 100 pick it's gonna be like 105 110 right like in that fringe range somewhere so yes they very well could pick up uh, an extra third round pick
0: is it coordinators as well i believe so right like you just said it's I think that I, sounds right. If they're hired as a coordinator, I'm pretty sure they're, they see, got the one. see, the
1: Dolphins well. got one for hiring Mike McDaniel. Um, yep. The Rams got – or not the Dolphins. The, uh, sorry, the Niners got one for McDaniel being hired yeah. by the Dolphins. The Rams got one for Detroit hiring a GM, so not that one. Okay, uh, Ryan Poles, the GM, uh, Robert Sala, Martin Mayhew see here
0: uh general no my, i think it's just head coach and gm that's my. okay pick. got it got it well that's something to look for to again as we think about the way the coaches the coaching staff shuffle and uh yeah you know as we look into the draft and the, the shrine bowl and the senior bowl as well so bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season everything from nfl and bowl season to esports you'll always find the latest odds team matchup info player news and game trends at bet online Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. For the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events, head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. Um, let's get to some. Let's do a rapid fire wildcard weekend preview prediction. Uh, we'll go through each game uh, from what's coming up first to last and let's talk about it because I want to get your thoughts. It seems like a pretty chalky weekend, but again, you never know. There's upsets oh, out there all the time.
1: It'd be a lot funner if all the quarterbacks were healthy. That's kind of what's killing. Yeah, me. I know.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, well, this one, non-healthy quarterback Seahawks at Niners.
1: Nah, last. they're still Brock starting Purdy. their best quarterback.
0: I was going to say Brock Purdy, I think is six and O oh, uh, in his six starts. The Niners have or four and O oh, excuse me, something like that, but Niners have won 10 straight. Um, I uh, although they won on Sunday, I sort of think of the nine or the Seahawks as backing into the postseason because yeah they won, but they still needed something else to happen. And we'll wait until we get to Miami. Single, but, yeah. yeah, right. To, Great, talking real,
1: that, real man. shining example of why we needed that seventh seed here this year. Yeah, I'm real glad they it added like, that.
0: Yeah, it's like the College Football Playoff. Why are we adding to? The- no, I'm just kidding. I knew no, that that different. that's different. It's <laughs> yes. different. It um, is different. Yeah, but Party's the guy. It's a it's the most plug and play system I've ever seen, um, and the Niners look legit. They've won ten in a row. So how do you see this game playing out? What do you think? Yeah, it's the Niners.
1: They're going to keep rolling, like you said. Seahawks, back yeah. And I just the only thing that concerns me. I believe I'm doing. I, I clearly prepared so well for this show, right, Mike? I right, as, of It's cool. I, I as you, as you always do. I was working all day on something that will drop tomorrow. I'll just leave it at this. Something that will drop tomorrow on 98.5, thesportsub.com uh, And throughout next week that I think people are going to really like and really enjoy. And it's not a, it's not a mock draft. Not yet. That's day go. after Super Good Bowl. Geez. So the only yes. thing I wonder about here is it is super, super rare for a, one team to beat another t- team three times in a single mm-hmm. season. And the Niners are 0-2 against the Seahawks. Or, or sorry, 2-0 and against the Seahawks yeah, so right bit. now. So, can they beat them three times? That's tricky, but it's a new quarterback. So, I'm still taking the Niners. Right. It might be close, but I'm taking the Niners.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. The game in San Fran, I just, I don't see it. The Geno Smith thing, it's been a great run, obviously. The way they they came back from Russell Wilson, uh, you know, that whole thing. Geno's yeah. played well. He's, he's probably played himself into a job, of, uh, an NFL job at s- some point next year, whether that be a high-end backup or a starter again but uh yeah i'm with you i don't see it happening i think the niners roll um they keep going next chargers at jaguars i love this game because this this might be the best game i think so too i was listening to a podcast a few days ago and they were talking about how there's no way that this game isn't going to be the 430 game on saturday because usually that's the worst and i completely disagree i think i look at this game as it's
1: the worst in terms of market
0: but yeah yeah, I guess. It it's tough with Jacksonville, I guess. But still, this no, game, this is gonna this be. This is a,
1: going to be a great football game to watch. It will not get good ratings. That's that that's yeah. my prediction. Is it's
0: gonna be the best game of the playoffs that nobody saw. Right. I agree. And it's it's two outstanding quarterbacks in the AFC that aren't Mahomes and Allen facing off. It's like it there's still that storyline there. I think Trevor Lawrence has had an outstanding second season. Justin Herbert's probably my favorite quarterback in the NFL. Um Chargers started six and six. They were on the cusp of the postseason and then they won four out of that last five. Harvard's playing like he can keep rolling. I bet the Chargers to win the Super Bowl before the season. So I'm kind of hoping they continue on, but the Jags are gritty. The game's in Duval. So I still think the Chargers win this one, but I think it's going to be close and I think it's going to probably be high scoring.
1: Well, you talk about the Chargers run late. The Jaguars went uh, one, right. one, six to seven, including five in a row after the bye. And right, I'm sticking with it because this take hasn't I, I haven't been wrong with this take yet. It served me well. Brandon Staley's gonna screw this thing up at some point, some okay. way, shape, or form. He's gotta go on the road, he's gotta deal with probably some weather in Jacksonville humidity, which the math guys do not like factoring in weather. What do you mean you're tired? Right. The spreadsheet tells me you shouldn't be tired. Um, <laughs> tremendously talented roster. I, I, I think the chargers have yeah. the better roster, but again, Staley's due to shoot himself in the foot, just like Michigan. In the college football playoff, that's actually kind of how I feel about this game. So I think another close one, I think a very high scoring game, but I think the Jags pull it out, man. I really think they do. I think they end up, the the Chargers are at some point late in this game, will make one monumental mistake that's going to cost them, and the Jags
0: win it. Yeah. Adding on to this, if the Chargers lose, it's staley's second season he's gotta go he got him out that's what i was gonna say but you made the playoffs you made but you made you know you improved like last year they didn't make the playoffs this year they did if they fire brandon staley that's the best job available oh yeah yeah easily like that's sean payton that's dare i say jim harbaugh that's like that's if sean payton goes to la with justin herbert that's that's that's, (sighs) some scary stuff that's pretty electric We'll see. I, I, I don't fully understand why Peyton is all over the Broncos. It might be the money thing. but It's money. It's money. Man, it's, money. It, yeah. it's like, what did what they found? Walmart or something?
1: That family that bought the Broncos? Yeah. Like they, they can throw, it's like uh, Steve Cohen. They can throw the money around. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Well, that's Saturday. Before we get to Sunday, I do want to talk about HelloFresh, Alex. Because it makes some pretty good food. It's the new year. We've all got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help achieve them. Skip the grocery store and take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how fast, easy, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-friendly meal, a restaurant-quality meal, excuse me, right in your own kitchen. With HelloFresh, eating well in the new year can be stress-free and delicious. With over 35 weekly recipes, they have the options you're looking for to help you achieve your goals. Choose calorie-smart or carb-smart recipes. Or even customize select meals by swapping proteins and sides, upgrading your proteins, or adding proteins to a veggie dish. Eating well is top of your mind this month, and it's comforting to know that you always get top quality ingredients with HelloFresh. Their ingredients travel from the farm to you in less than seven days, so you know they're always fresh. I just got my latest shipment of meals. My favorite is the one-pan tacos. They make it incredibly easy and fast for you to prep and cook. Go to hellofresh.com/slash excuse me, go to hellofresh.com/slash b21 and use code b21. For 21 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Beat21. Use code Beat21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Check it out. HelloFresh. Good food. Easy. Sunday. NFL Sunday. Dolphins at Bills play at 1. This is where... The injuries come into play again in the backup quarterbacks because you'll see it with Lamar. Lamar, we'll talk about it later. But not only is Tua out this week, but Teddy Bridgewater is out as well. So the Dolphins are starting Skylar Thompson. Bills continue to have, you know, motivation behind the Damar Hamlin situation and all that. I feel like they're going to keep rolling. I think the spreads up to like 13 points, and I don't see Miami coming close to covering that. I think this is going to be an absolute disaster in Buffalo for Miami and Skylar Thompson.
1: Yeah, the the Bill anything less anything, you know, winning this by less than three touchdowns is a massive disappointment Yeah, Is you're worried about the the potential future. They got a slight quarterback advantage over the Dolphins starting Skylar Thompson. So I I think the Bills win this one.
0: Yeah. The, talk about backing into the postseason, right? I, I think Yeah, they 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 have seed. Yeah, go ahead. They lost, what was it, five in a row before they beat yeah. the Jets.
1: Yeah. Ultimate backing end
0: and they were going they were going to beat them like 9 to 6 if it wasn't for that safety at the, at the end of the game like right they don't they don't deserve to be here the patriots didn't i'd argue that I'd, I'd argue that the steelers deserve the, the steelers would have been fun the and the steelers and yeah. bills
1: it's just two franchises that feel like they always play close games right like yeah i'm not saying the steelers would have beat the bills but i can get a little excited for steelers bills even if it looks lopsided on paper Like that's old school Rust Belt football. Like I'll sit down and be like, "All right, right, I'm going to see something here. Like this is going to be, yeah, Bills Dolphins for the it, it, and it's you don't have that, you know, beat a team three times because the Dolphins already beat them once, right? So,
0: right, yeah,
1: no juice, none for this
0: game. Yeah, not a. If it like you said, if it was Pittsburgh, you get Kenny Pickett up there. He played football at Pitt. He wears the gloves. He can make something happen. Maybe. Yeah. They 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 ended the season well. Tomlin got his uh his winning season again. So but nope, it's it's the dolphins and they're probably yep. gonna get spanked. Afternoon game, Giants at Vikings. This is where the perceived upsets, I feel like, start to happen. But I still don't trust the Giants yet. Uh the Vikings well, end up Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that you, you don't trust the Giants.
1: This game's fun because it's the two teams that all year were labeled as frauds
0: right this is the it's fraud right game. and like right, right the vikings finished 13 and 4 but they had one of the lower point differentials in the nfl was but negative. that also yeah so like that also tells me though that they know how to win close because they, yeah, their record to win in one in games. one score games is insane so like it's hard for me to it's hard for me to not trust them because if the game's close they're probably going to somehow pull it out Right. Giants, I like Dayball, but I still think they need another year. Um, it's in Minnesota, so I, I've kind of been back and forth on this one, but I think it's probably the Giants. But like you said, it it's the fraud bowl because both these teams are kind of – they've kind of milled the whole season. But the Vikings just ended up a little bit better. Mike, it kills me to say this, but this looks like one of those Giants
1: teams, right, oh, that just God. figures it out late, <laughs> is real scrappy. The quarterback – Daniel Jones – the quarterback kind of sucks, but like he's also making plays. Yeah. This look, we're not in their path this time, so maybe I can enjoy it for once. But doesn't it kind of yeah, feel like true. one of those Tomlin teams that like just sort of figures out how to do it? And they're they're not the most consistent team, but they do what they need to do more often than not. You know, Saquon's had a crazy big workload this year. And I'm worried that that he, you know, he's yeah. gotta be feeling it at this point. That's my biggest concern if I'm a Giants fan. But I and I like this Vikings team too. I just like Justin Jefferson. Like, let me take that back. I like Justin Jefferson. I think Justin yeah. Jefferson can single-handedly win games, but I don't know.
0: This Giants team feels a little scrappy. I like a scrappy team on the road in the playoffs. They do. Uh, okay, fine. I just I, I saw. Dan Orlovsky tweeted or they tweeted out his his quarterback rankings for the playoffs yeah. today and he has Daniel Jones over Trevor Lawrence that's gross and i was so disappointed because that's so gross Orlovsky's been the been the man as far as like you know he's i just think he does great film breakdowns he's you know he's always he's, he's on excellent. team Mac Jones which yeah. we like he does a really good job the fact that he put Daniel Jones over Trevor Lawrence I was like what the hell are you doing but maybe he knows something maybe he maybe saw he does. something yeah, maybe he thinks that the Giants are scrappy as well. Um Sunday night game, Ravens at Bengals. Another repeat. And I don't know who won the first meeting. I think it was the Bengals, no? I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. Um, Cuz this could be a two a, a, a three wins uh situation as well. I though think again, as you pull it up, we'll you yeah. lay it out a little bit. Lamar Jackson is not going to play. Looks they're like also they're, they're, the they're one and one. They're one and one. Okay. Okay. So that doesn't that doesn't matter. Now it is but, really hard to Rick, beat
1: a team back to back weeks too. Is another one we talk about.
0: True. Today. Yeah. Um, but again, I, without without Lamar Jackson, it looks like Lamar. He tweeted today that it was strictly injury related, but I don't really buy no. that. That seems like PR. And I understand why he's probably holding out here. It's, you know, fo- the football guy in me is like, well, you got to go play for your team, and yada yada yada. But it is a business. He's set to get paid. If he gets hurt again, he might hinder himself. So I don't hate the decision, but again, it's going to be Tyler Huntley. Looks like if not, it's going to be Anthony Brown. Shout out BC. I don't see how the uh, the Bengals don't win by ten or more. Like Burrow is just rolling. They continue to win. I think they finish the season winning seven in a row. I think the I think right now the Bengals are probably my Super Bowl pick. Um, so I'm not going to pick Same. against them here. And I think they I think they win handily. I think the Bengals win pretty big. You know, it's it's the F around and find
1: out graph, right? The Ravens decided to F around yeah. with Lamar Jackson, and they're finding out right now. If they had Lamar, this is a really good game. Two high-scoring offenses on a frozen right. field. You know, AFC North football, two teams that know each other very well, play physically, all of it. Like, this would be such a great matchup. They're not getting they yeah, can't not keep up. They can't keep up with this Bengals offense without Lamar Jackson. So I, I'm with you. I wish Lamar was playing. I do. I'm not going to fault the guy for taking care of himself, though. You know, right. if he like if he had like a five year deal set locked in and he wasn't playing, I, I would look at it much more and be like, hey, man, you, you probably should be out right. there. But dude, his entire future, like as long as he gets to the offseason healthy, He's going to be set for
0: life and his kids will be set for. Right. Life. Right. So I can't fault I him. I can't fault him for it. I heard before we get get on to the last one. I heard uh Brady Quinn talking about the Dolphins quarterback situation this week and he basically and I this is where I am on the other side of it and it's Teddy Bridgewater sitting out with a pinky. And it's like you know again, I have a hard time faulting someone for taking care of himself. But Right. I wonder why Teddy Bridgewater can't go out there with a broken pinky and just try and sling it around because he's probably a better option than Skylar Thompson, even with a pinky.
1: When you so think about throwing one, a
0: football. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I, I wonder if, and I think I know what you're going to say. Say what you're going to say first. Cause my point. Comes
0: just that. that it's, it's, it's more so your ring finger and your pointer finger that are guiding the football when you throw and you can kind of throw without your pinky anyway. And I don't know. I just feel like Teddy Bridgewater, a guy who's, He's been hurt as well, but a guy who's been around seems like you know a team guy. For him to just not go out and play this weekend kind of seems odd to me.
1: I I wonder if he thinks it's going to impact it because he like Lamar could play hurt, have a stinker of a game, and still get a bag in free agency, right? Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater can't necessarily afford a performance like that. For in terms of getting paid in free agency. So maybe it's not massively impactful. But maybe it's impactful enough that he's like, hey, I'm not going to look good if I go out there. Yeah, I I might be better than Skylar Thompson, but I'm not going to look good. And I don't need that to be the last tape I put out there before I hit free agency again. Right.
0: I I kind of understand that one. Yeah. Okay. that's fair, too. I get it. Again, it's all about the money in the end. That's what the NFL is before we get to the last game. Pop your questions in the chat starting now because we're going to get to all Patriots questions. So populate it and we'll get to as many as possible. Anything offseason, anything draft, anything this past year, pop them in and we'll get to as many as possible. While you guys do that, we'll talk about the Monday Night Football game, Cowboys at Bucks. Alex, Tampa stinks. They really stink. And I just don't know if Brady can overcome it again this time. I think the Cowboys are pretty good. They threw up a dud against Washington this past week, but I don't know. I just – I don't have any – I don't really have much confidence in either of these teams, to be fair, but I don't really – I don't like what the Bucks have done at all this year, and I think it's way too much for Brady to overcome. I think the Cowboys are going to squeak this one out.
1: I'm not picky. St- Look, okay.
0: I know. I know. The
1: <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, who <laughs> never win games in January, and Tom Brady, who – only wins games in January. What more is there to say? Brady's in Brady is in. I, I, know. I don't he care got how the, he got, got there. The table. I don't care how he got there. He is in it's Tom Brady. And I'm not saying I'm picking the bucks to win the super bowl. I
0: right. think they
1: they of course, I don't know exactly how the bracket works out. They get to either the Eagles or the Niners. And then that's that. But I, I don't know if that would be in the NFC championship right. or next round or whatever. Actually, no, it would be next round because the Eagles have the bye, and they're the seven. They're yeah. the no, they're not the no, seven. No, they're before. the division winner. All right, I don't know them. But they're beating the Dallas Cowboys. This is the Cowboys. This is this is hey, the biggest. I don't know. This is one of I the know. most chokiest playoff franchises. There are franchises that choke more yeah. to the point where they don't get to the playoffs. This is the biggest playoff choking franchise in the history of the sport against the most clutch the greatest postseason quarterback of all time. No more complicated than that. None. But they're so he bad. Will find the Bucs are he, so bad. He will find a way. He always... I, Mike, since I was six years old, well, I, know, I have watched I him know. find a way in January. Why is this year any different? Well,
0: didn't... They lost last week, didn't they? He barely played, but like... They didn't... I don't yeah. know. You. I mean, they lost... They finished the season... Oh, well, they finished the season two and two and one. Okay, but they lost to the Falcons. I don't know. I, I, I understand it and I've seen it and I'm probably gonna be wrong, but they stink. Like Brady's all they have, so I'm going Dallas. If, I, if they, look,
1: if there's that. if there's one guy who can be all you have, is there anybody you'd rather that be than Tom Brady?
0: No, of course not. Right. Yeah. You you want yeah. the ball in Brady's hands in the playoffs no matter what. All right. Well, that's our wild card recap. Let's get to some questions uh before we finish this thing off. All right. I got a couple uh, queued I up clicked... here if you need. Yeah, go for it. Hit it. All right. If
1: not, DeAndre Hopkins, who's available for trade the Patriots should get? And Ashley brings up T Higgins, Cooper Cup. First off, did you see Cincinnati like university Bearcats? Just got a transfer wide receiver named D. Wiggins, who's no. <laughs> also like a big outside wide receiver. So Cincinnati,
0: that's hilarious. Now has
1: T. Higgins and D. Wiggins, and boy, I hope whatever team T. Higgins is on drafts D. Wiggins. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, which would be twenty twenty four draft. He's going to have another year in college. Right. That being said, um, Higgins, maybe I actually think the Bengals. I
0: love, might- I love the Higgins idea. I think the Bengals might pay him. I really, really? do. To, they're going to have to dole out a lot of money between Barrow, Chase, and T. Higgins. They might figure out a way to just do
1: that and let the rest of the roster be what it is. I, you know, move on from Joe I Mixon, guess. move on from the tight ends, move on from Tyler Boyd. That's a really good core. If you can keep that core together, I think he can figure out the rest of it. Cooper Cup's not what the Patriots need. And I, that's not to say he's not a good player. No. But like we talked about this right. on Tuesday, Mike, right? The 6'5 boundary receiver who's going to demand double coverage help, like all of that, right? right. Cup, Cup's not that guy. He's like a supercharged Kobe Myers. The, the guy I've talked about and I will continue to talk about is Jerry Judy in Denver. In last year, his deal, mm-hmm. he put up, and I'm rounding here, seven catches, a thousand yards, and not seven, 70 catches. 70, 70 catches, seven catches for a thousand yards. Seven catches for a thousand, hell yeah! Sign me up, baby. <laughs> 70 catches Full for a, 70 <laughs> catches for a thousand yards and six touchdowns. With that version of Russell Wilson throwing him the football, yeah, I think he can play. I, I that's the guy to me. If it's not Hawkins, it's Jerry Judy. So, since you
0: rounded up, was it actually a thousand yards or was it it's like nine like 9- or something sixty like something? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, I would have said yeah, thousand I, I yard season if I could have. I didn't remember the
1: exact number. Usually I try yeah. to give the exact I think it was like 67 Got catches it. and like 964 yards or something like that. But it was only um, in 15 team. games. So it's a thousand yard pace.
0: Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of Higgins because he's, again, he's yeah. that boundary uh, guy. It's worth the trade. You've seen it, and we've talked about it on here before. You've seen it with Tyreek, you've seen it with Diggs going to Buffalo. I think that would be worth it. The other one I think that's not on this list is Brandon Ayuk, who Ah, I know you're not a fan of that, but I just think that if they want to do this Shanahan stuff or they want a shifty guy that's not, I I guess, if they're not, put it this way, San Francisco is not going to pay him because they're going to pay Debo and they're going to pay Kittle and Ayuk is on the table. I'd rather trade for Brandon Ayuk than try and go back into the draft. And I think that he could fit well with Matt Jones. He kind of reminds me of like, what Mac would do with you know James Williams and Devonte Smith? I know Ayuk's not as fast as those yeah, guys, but I just, similar similar size and build. I, I, I still put him in
1: like that Devonte Parker tier, like that really good number two. Oh no, Ayuk's better than Parker. No, but like that same tier where he's like Ayuk, a really good a, number two.
0: Ayuk was their leading receiver this year. Yeah, but I, I know mean, Debo was hurt.
1: He's but. he's playing next to Debo. He's play he, he's playing next to Kittle. They yes. have McC- like they have McCaffrey in the backfield. What's he really being tested with in terms of coverage? Right. That's what I, I how many double teams yeah. is he seeing? How many number one corners are lining up opposite him? You know, that's right. is he still going to be able to produce that way when that's the kind of coverage he's getting? He might, he might, I don't know, but I want somebody where I know the answer to that question, right? That, that's the kind of receiver right. they need to get. I, on his own wouldn't be a bad addition, but I still don't think he checks the box that they need checked. Here, here's a, a follow-up. How about Deontay Johnson? How do you feel about Deontay Johnson? I was going to ask. Okay.
0: Yeah. I I think he had like 75 catches for 1,000 yards this year, and he didn't score a touchdown. It was like the Jacoby Myers year yeah. uh, here in Foxborough a couple of years ago. Like, I like Deontay Johnson a lot. I thought he was really good with Ben Roethlisberger, and they just – that whole offense kind of fell off this year. I mean, I know Kenny Pickett was in his first year, but I think Deontay Johnson's a guy who – I would trade for him. I think that's sort of. I don't. I wouldn't. I would put him on the good numbers. You feel teams. about him like I feel about Ayuk. Exactly. Okay. Like I don't think Johnson's proven enough yet, but I think he has a lot of potential. I. But I would still. Again, I would bring. I would trade for him over going back to the draft.
1: I would as well, but I'm. St- I still want Hopkins or Higgins or Judy. Like I don't think it's. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins or Deontay Johnson? No, it's Deontay Johnson because you didn't get anybody from that first group. Um, yeah, I want to answer right. this one real quick. Um, okay, uh, I'm I do my first mock draft of the year every year 985thesportsub.com. The day after the Super Bowl, that Monday, it'll be up. Um, I don't know what, what your plans are in terms of this show. We normally mm-hmm. do from the end, like the we start the week after free agency, so we do like four or five. Evan never wanted to expand it beyond that. Y'all know I do. I don't know that we're gonna do every week before free agency, right. but we might mix one or two in before. We still kind of have to plan that out.
0: I was gonna say we're gonna plan that out. I I'm thinking similarly, like you said, you know, after free agency and you know, a few weeks ahead of the draft, but I'm thinking we do a way too early mock draft within the next few weeks just to kind of see I, where our heads are at. I would but I would we'll, be down we'll plan that. that out and okay. Yeah. I want more mocks, so I'm unlike Evan in this boat. So yeah. yeah um ideal free agent targets outside of bringing oh yeah we players. could we could do that part um,
1: to, i mean that's a whole whole thing
0: uh there's a lot and that, that, that we could do a whole show on that but one thing is uh tackles and the guys like um mike mcglinchey who's our mike mcglinchey yeah. the other guy was uh, orlando brown who yeah but there's someone else out there uh, that i was mcgary i can't remember uh, his uh, Shurf, brandon Scherf. is brandon sheriff i thought Shurf. he signed extension is he I don't know. But again, I think tackle is number one in free agency. I agree with you as far as first round tackle and free agency tackle and sure that up and then go, you know, the Hopkins thing, like you said, but
1: um, yeah, I don't think Sheriffs a
0: free agent, but okay. There, it was somebody else. El- anyway. Elton Jenkins. If you find another question, I'll look up the free agent tackles and see. Okay, what let's is. see.
1: Um, what else do we have for questions here? Is our first pick DB OL, wide receiver best player available? It's got to be tackle. I mean, maybe a corner. You can maybe talk me into a corner, but I I think it's got to
0: be a, a tackle. Yeah, I agree. I think it, it it depends on how the board falls though, because if if Paris Johnson and um, Peter Skaronski go, and like Jackson Smith and Jigba falls to 14 again, it's so early, so we don't yeah. know how these guys are going to test and you know how how things fall in trades and stuff. But if both of the big name tackles go and JSN is still there, I would take a flyer on him because, and I know well, What about Broderick Jones? Broderick Jones, I think, has show. franchise tackle potential. Yeah, I suppose. Um, I don't think all
1: three of those guys are going to be 414. I just don't think they are. And look. Yeah, that's a good question. One of them will follow you, and I think you probably take it. I just, they know they can't develop that position, and you. right. Look at their history the last 3 years.
0: Riley Reef was Riley Reef okay about. he's old though.
1: Yeah, look at their history the last 3 years. Throw so throw positional value aside for a second. That means like quarterbacks being worth more than like running backs, right? The biggest hole on the depth chart in 2021 was quarterback. They took a quarterback. The biggest right. hole in the depth chart in 2022 was guard. They took a guard. Isaiah Wynn's contract is up. They save about ten million dollars against the cap if they cut Trent Brown. What's the biggest hole going to be? It's not going to be wide receiver. Yeah, they have Kendrick Bourne. They have Devontae Parker. It's not going to be corner. Jack Jones, Jalen Mills. It's going to be tackle. I, I really think yeah. ending them making some crazy moves. That's going to be the pick. But that leads us to this question: Do we think they'll trade back? <laughs> yes. Not. A, yeah. I don't think it's going to be like last year where they traded back like fifteen picks there's at least four franchise tackles that are going to go in the first round. You can probably trade back to about 20 and get one of those guys. I think that they're going to try to add a fourth top 100 pick, move back to 20. Yeah. Pick up a pick late in the second, early in the third round. As long as they get one of those tackles, that's a great move. Cause this is a great top 100 right. in this class. As long as they get one of those tackles trading back, isn't necessarily a disaster. Like honestly, honestly, the trade back they made last year was a great trade and they still could have had it. It's more about who they took after the trade. Like people right. knocked the trading back. They still had a chance to get, um, who was the safety for Michigan Dax Hill, right? Yeah. They there were a lot of good players still on the board, even though they traded back. It was the selection they made that ultimately made you. Yeah. That was a trade, but right, I actually thought they made a good trade to trade back last year. I wouldn't hate them doing it again this year, as long as this time again, they picked the right player.
0: Right. Um I want to do punter talk. Okay. Do the Patriots need a new punter? Because A, you love punter talk. Yeah. And B, it was a disaster this year. I mean, Jake yeah. Bailey signs an extension. and was really bad. Gets hurt. Polardi comes in. Punts well for one game. Stinks up the joint the rest of the season. Now Jake Bailey suspended. And depending on how this grievance goes, maybe doesn't have his guaranteed money next season. So are you going back to Jake Bailey next year or are we going into the draft? Are we signing someone? What do you think? Well,
1: look, if he still has the guaranteed money on his contract, if he wins the grievance, it's going to be really hard to get rid of him. So you, you have to keep for right. one more year. If not, uh, Tory Taylor, the the punter from Iowa is outstanding and he's going back to school. So that sucks. It's not a great punter okay. class. You probably have to dip into free agency at that point. I go for a one-year bridge guy because I think there's going to be some good punters uh, in the draft next year. Let me make sure I'm not missing anybody here. We don't have the full list of who's declared yet. I, I think there's right. still some guys trying to decide. Um, yeah, I mean, Michael Turk's not bad. They might need a new – if if Bailey loses that grievance, yes, they will need a new punter. Um,
0: right, I'm with you. Let's
1: do this one really quick. No. That's the I was one just guy. This, yeah. That's the one guy. Nope.
0: <laughs> no. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate the idea last year. Um, and only because at the time, I think they said – or already said no to Billy O'Brien. And it was like – it was either Adam Gase or Matt Patricia. Not, not really, but that was kind of what it felt like at one point. And I was like, bringing an offensive guy instead of Matty P. Gase – and I think we – I don't know if we talked about it on this show or we talked about it in person. But I thought I remember saying to you just – how Gase, again, it was with Peyton Manning, but he called the best offense nope. in NFL no, history. No, but right one there, year. Adam Gase's
1: entire resume is based on the fact that did Peyton Manning used to visit him in his office a couple times a week. That is it. No, no I, he, had a, he had a good year
0: with Chicago, too. He had a good year with Ch- no, Chicago they were like, as well. They were he had, like I, I'm pretty sure Jay Cutler's. Right offense, be, hang on. Jay Cutler's best season was under Adam Gase. Jay Cutler's best season
1: isn't saying much. What year was he in Chicago? Okay, 2015. He was there for one year. How good was it that he was there for one year, and they were the twenty sure third. They, they were the twenty third ranked offense in football. He, he was there one year, and then what? He got a he got a head coaching job, didn't he? Jake Culler that year completed sixty four. He went six and nine, completed sixty four percent of his passes okay. for thirty six hundred yards, twenty one touchdowns, eleven picks. He had a quarterback rating of ninety two. He was fine. They were the twenty third ranked offense in football. They averaged less points, Mike, in that season than Matt Patricia's Patriots did this year. After getting what season was it? Twenty fifteen. After getting let go by the Jets or the Dolphins or whichever one let him go, second, Adam Gase went to coach high school in Michigan. He went to a school that won. He was the OC. He went to the school that was in the state championship the year before, and the quarterback of that state championship team came back and had a negative touchdown to interception ratio under Adam Gase. He couldn't figure it out at the high school level.
0: No, so then, why? No. Like, <laughs> all right, fine, I'll give you he that is, one. He's just I Bruce like-
1: Arians. He is just younger Bruce Arians. He had a great quarterback,
0: Super Bowl champion Bruce Arians.
1: Yeah, yeah, he between. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, two other first overall picks that he failed to develop, he won one ring with three Hall of Fame quarterbacks, four combined first overall picks. He won one ring. I like this.
0: No. Josh McDaniels wasn't great for a year either.
1: Josh McDaniels I'm, has not, a I'm li- not No, Josh McDaniels does have a little bit of that in his resume. Honestly, before last year, I kind of felt the same way about Josh McDaniels and then he went out and he
0: succeeded with Mac Jones. I, right. I I cannot. I'm watch also Adam not going to sit here and hit, I'm not going to sit here and hitch my wagon to Gaze either. I just thought it was a better it was a better option than Patricia for sure.
1: Maybe a little, but not by much.
0: I suppose. Um, questions, questions, questions. Drop them in. Drop them in. Um, can Belichick? I mean, can Belichick be fired? So I- like this year like is he allowed to be or can they like i don't think i mean this season they're not going to fire him obviously they've already made the decision yeah the, like the decision was made He's this is his next year season. yeah it, but um let's take this for what it's saying next season say things don't improve do you think that Robert Kraft will and can fire Bill Belichick. Or will there still be some sort of mutual parting ways? I'm retiring, etc. Like, you don't think they will ever fire no. Bill Belichick fired by the New England Patriots.
1: It would have to be something beyond football for that to happen. It would be right. a mutual parting of ways or Bill ends up announcing his retirement. You're not going to they're not going to fire him. They won't do that you know is okay. there a chance that I'm this looking. is bills last year with the patriots yes but like this be 2023 he they're not going to fire him it would have to be so monumentally right. bad um i'm talking about like and i i don't think bill would do this but i'm talking about like uh like like a john gruden type situation right um where it's you know something <laughs> yeah. outside of football comes up something I mean, happens outside of football right, right which i yeah he's not getting fired um yeah. I want to get this one in here. Thoughts on Jordan Addison from USC transfer. So I like him as a player. I, this is where the nature versus nurture thing comes in. Like him as a player yeah. brings a lot of exciting traits, very shifty, very good with the ball in his hands. Explosive. I, I, I don't quite put him in that like Kadarius, Tony Wanda Robinson group. Cause I think he's more of a pure wide receiver than those guys. I think he's a much better route runner. I don't like him for the Patriots. First of all, you have to take him okay. in the first round. You're not going to get him after 14, and tackle and corner are just too big of needs to pass at that point. They would have to go banana land in free agency right. to make that a useful pick. The other thing they can't develop wide receivers, and he his game as explosive as he is is still raw, still needs rounding out. Also, right, he's listed at six foot one seventy five. That. I would take the under on both of those. That's 5'10", 150. They are going to want <laughs> Not 150, him, but. A guy like that, they are going to want going over the middle, and he's going to take a beating. You know, for for everything we talked about, about Tyquan being too small this offseason, I thought that was a little overblown. I don't know with Addison. He might actually be. And look, there are ways he could work in the NFL. There, there are ways he will work in the NFL. I don't trust the Patriots to figure them out because they couldn't figure it out with right. Nikhil Harry. Uh, they struggled in, right away to figure it out with Tyquan Thornton. Maybe that changes with the new OC, but I just, not here. He could go somewhere else and be really successful. Certainly, like, I look at him, you know, what what what's the big craze, what's one of the big crazes right now in the NFL in terms of the draft and roster building? Reuniting college quarterbacks with right. their with their wide receivers, right? So, Addison from right. USC, but transfer from Pitt. This has Steelers trade up and take them written all over. Yeah, it. totally. And and yeah, that that one will work because the Steelers are the anti-Patriots when it comes to developing wide receivers. They churn them out left and right. They are the wide receivers, but the Patriots are the corners and tackles. So I like him as a player. I like him as a prospect, but uh, not as much for the Patriots.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I want to do this. Yeah. Stetson Bennett, no, NFL no, draft stock. no, no. No. Two-time, no. two-time national no. champion, a winner, Alex, um, a college football legend, some might say, and somebody who A-team is going to take a flyer on, whether you like it or not.
1: Yeah, he'll go a camp. I'm with you, though. I
0: don't think he has a – yeah. He, he's got that, like, edge where he'll hang around on
1: practice squads, and, like, he'll start some Week 16 game, and we'll all laugh about it, and it'll be a disaster. It's undersized. He doesn't have the arm strength. He's got no room – like – he doesn't have a ceiling. That's the thing. He's 26. He's pretty much as grown into his body as he's going to get at that point.
0: And, oh, I... We have some breaking we Patriots have some, news. What? Um. Yeah, so the Patriots have announced that they have begun negotiations to keep Gerard Mayo on staff. They will also begin interviews with potential offensive coordinators oh. next week. Okay. I, I read that... That's from on that
1: I... No, well, no, the Patriots just put out a release. I read that. Oh, they did? Yeah. Um, I read that as the okay. Patriots were interviewing Gerard Mayo for the offensive coordinator job. So I was a little confused. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff.
0: This is what has happened. Yes. Um, yes. So did they tw- did they put it out on their website? That's kind of a weird thing to just put out in like a release. Yeah, I can't remember them ever doing anything like this. Interesting. Well, again, that's, I mean, that's good news. They are interviewing for potential offensive coordinators. They're going to put a title on it is, is what it sounds like. Oh, it came from PR. The Ringo Patriots yeah. and head coach Bill Belichick have begun contract extension discussions with Gerard Mayo that would keep him with the team long term. In addition, the team will begin interviewing for offensive coordinator candidates beginning next week. That's good stuff. I love seeing both of those things. That's, like, impressive. Right. I don't know, right? I mean, it's it's kind of yeah. weird that they have to send out a release for it. But. So, that tells me a couple things here.
1: One, Kraft's worried about what this season looked like. This is Robert Kraft letting people yeah. know, do you don't need to worry about Matt Patricia. He's not coming back. We are going to get a real offense coordinator. That is coming from Kraft. This all comes from crap.
0: And we're keeping Mayo. And So we're keeping Mayo. Well, here's this the other thing that this tells sure. me
1: in contract extension with Gerard Mayo, that would keep him with the team long-term that, that yeah. last part, he's the next guy. They think he's the next guy.
0: He's in waiting. Yeah.
1: Steve is there. Wow, Steve is there. Steve could be the DC. Like if you lose Mayo, it, it, you know, you have a, they have a great defensive coaching staff. That group did not get enough credit this year. From Mayo to Steve to Demarcus uh, Covington, right? Uh, keep going, Mike Pellegrino, Brian Beljack, like great staff. Why are? And, and also, you're not negotiating with Gerard Mayo to make him a DC long term. He doesn't want to be a DC long term. Right. He wants to be a head coach. That's cr- Gerard yeah, that's Mayo. A- this is um, them this is kind of signaling. Coach and Wade. And- People are gonna people are gonna spin this to saying it's Kraft putting pressure on Bill. Like, hey, like kind of what we just talked about, right? With in, in terms of the next yeah. guy being in the building, you know? And I, I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. I think Kraft likes Mayo. I think Kraft would love to see him be the next guy. If you want to go as far as saying it's him putting pressure on Bill, you can. I I'm not gonna go that right. far just yet. But they want him here long term. You don't aim to keep a how old is he? 36 37. I might be underselling that. You don't put out a statement whatever it is about right. keeping a 36 year old linebacker's coach long term unless you have bigger plans for him,
0: right? I love it again. I think it's it's good because it's like you said, it's pressure from craft. And it, like you said about Patricia, it sort of corners Patricia out of the coaching staff, right because yeah. in in one release, they announced that they are looking for offensive coordinators next week, and Mayo will stay, so Patricia's gone, and he ain't going to the defense either. It tells me like you said, it tells me that just as much as it tells me that Gerard's the next guy I'm this waiting. is
1: and good. This is this no. This is great. This this is I, I love right. this. I didn't think that something I mean, like this was exactly on the table, what they needed. But right, this to me is, and I said this at the top of the show. And we were talking about Robert Kraft does not want to be seen as a meddling owner. He wants to be seen as hands off. Trust Bill. This is Robert right. Kraft meddling without meddling. This is yeah brilliant. This is. This doesn't usually come as a press release. I've never seen anything like this. Like, yeah. This is This so is why it's fascinating. Well done. A plus the offseason is off to a flying start.
0: Yep, I like it. Okay. So, again, that's our breaking Patriots news. Again, the Patriots and head coach Bill Belichick have begun, begun contract extensions with Gerard Mayo that would keep him with the team long term. And they will begin interviewing for offensive coordinators beginning next week. That tells me. Billy O, Zach Robinson, maybe Cliff. Maybe they bring in Cliff for an interview next um, week. Um, well, I don't know if it, you says want to take that low,
1: it says offensive coordinators, right? Plural,
0: right? Well, begin interviewing offense coordinator candidates. Okay, so that's more than one. So, yeah, they'll bring so, they might
1: have a favorite, but they're bringing multiple people in.
0: Yeah, that's. I'm excited to see who it is because that's good stuff. Um, all right. Well, there was one question in here. Um, and I want to find it because I want to tease what we're going to do next week. And um, that is – excuse me. Give me one second. What is the Patriots actual salary cap number? Um, according to Miguel Benson of Pat's Cap on Twitter, uh, I believe it is around $35 million. But next Thursday, we're actually going to have Miguel on the show um, at Pat's cap on Twitter. He's the Patriots uh, salary cap guru. He's all over, you know, he knows everything about the cap. It's he's outstanding. He's a good he's a good follow. You should check him out on Twitter. He's going to come on the show with Alex and I next Thursday to break down where the Patriots are salary cap wise, what moves they can make, um, how trades can work with, you know, guaranteed money, all that stuff. And bring your questions because we're going to open it up for Q&A with Miguel as well. So. Uh, again, their number's at like 35, but we're going to have him on next week to break that down to us. Yep. We'll just, we're just going right, to throw Alex. questions at him for an hour. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I'm okay. glad they, so, it would have been again, so easy for that to drop, like right after we got off
0: the air. I know. I'm, I'm Man, happy. we, we, we avoided the podcast curse. Yeah, we did. So do you have any other thoughts before we, before we get going, I know we're going to want to um, go. tweet and write
1: about this so the actual did we actually read the statement in full yes i did Okay. um so i thought it's interesting
0: hold on hold on what so and uh, this is kind of obvious but this is not like we're gonna try and re-sign gerard mayo
1: yeah
0: there the announcement is patriots to extend gerard mayo so like yeah they're going into negotiations but that's it's gonna happen it's going to happen. They worded it as Patriots to extend Gerard Mayo.
1: So the one other thing here that's very interesting in this, they didn't say that New England in the body of it. Can we, hang on. Um, I have I wanna, it up if you need it. I want to pull it up. Is it on screen? I want to pull it up on the screen. You do, uh, do you not do the screen share? I can put it on screen. Yeah, can we yeah, get it on give the me screen? I give yes. I'm just going to, uh, let's see here. Because I I, I want to point this out. We we're we're gonna go. This is incredible. Okay. I've never seen anything like this.
0: Um, All right, screen picture in picture. Is it this? Hi, that's not it. Nope. Hang on.
1: If you can do it, There's, they, we're just, we're losing so much. Oh, share screen. Here. Yeah. Here it is. Okay. You should be able to pull it up now. It. Okay. Okay. There you go. Okay. So the other interesting thing here. So for, you pointed out, Mike, in the headline. I wish I could, like, telestrate this here. Yeah. You yeah, pointed, I know. Me too. You pointed out. Can you see my mouse? Yes. Yeah, we can All see All right. It. You pointed out in the headline here. Patriots to extend Gerard Mayo. But here's the other one. The New England Patriots and head coach Bill Belichick have begun contract extensions right. with Gerard Mayo. Not the Patriots. The Patriots and head coach Bill Belichick. Right. Bill. Bill's involved. This is Bill. Right. Like maybe it's Robert Taft yep. in the background with the puppets, but this is – Bill is doing this on his own volition.
0: This is Bill. Excellent. Well, that also – yeah, that also tells me that Robert wanted the release out there and Bill is like, okay, but we're putting my name on it too. Like I'm yeah. not I'm not letting you re- completely run the narrative. I'm involved in this too yeah. and I'm not letting it run the opposite way. Um, so yeah, again, the wording is key. I'm I'm reading into wording Patriots wording much now, or much more now after yeah. Jelani Tavai nonsense this offseason. And Patriots again, Patriots to extend Gerard Mayo. They're not trying to. They're not. I mean, again, they they announced contract extension, but they are going to extend him according to the title of the release. So yeah. looks like Gerard Mayo is staying. That in that
1: that's gonna have to come with the DC title. It's gonna have to. I, I can't imagine And assistant head
0: coach. Assistant head coach you think in DC. So?
1: What does yeah, the assistant I head do. coach mean? I mean?
0: Like, I don't know. Although, again, I, I guess it's if, a title. It's a title game, though. If the plan the is to
1: set him up game. as the next guy, assistant head coach is a pretty good call. Right. This is also what we said before. The other interesting thing about this, who was not mentioned? Matt Patricia. It would have been very right. convenient for them to, if they were going to fire Matt Patricia, which we discussed earlier, we don't think they will. It would have been very easy for them to fire Matt Patricia in that statement. This is what we've said all along. Yeah. The the waiting for the report of Matt Patricia getting fired, that was never coming. It was this. It was the next guy being hired was going to be announced before Patricia being reassigned. And here we are.
0: Right. Right. And again, I said it earlier, but I want to reiterate. It's the offense on top of Mayo staying is basically putting Patricia back upstairs. Because not only are they looking for offensive coordinators, but they're not going to move Patricia over because Mayo is going to be here. So they're looking for OCs and the defense is set up. There's no place on the coaching staff for manager. Well, maybe and that's basically maybe what if, maybe
1: Gerard Mayo like. loses the linebackers coach title,
0: right? Maybe he's D.C. A.H.C. and then Patricia perhaps the linebacker. Perhaps.
1: But you know what? Make him a linebacker. I don't coach. see him. whatever. That's f- it. Could be so yeah, much seriously. worse. Making the line if he's the linebackers coach and by the way, Gerard's still there, basically looking over his shoulder. What? Fine, fine. I, that you know what I can after what we. I'm not gonna bitch about little coaching things after what we just went through. I'm really not. If he's okay. gonna be the linebackers coach with supervision from Matt Patricia from from Gerard Mayo. The damage is contained. <laughs> the Damage is contained. Right.
0: 100%. Good stuff. All right. Oh wait, well, hang on. This is really Hang on, out. this is a really interesting question.
1: Any chance no. Gerard Mayo has a say in the OC hires? If the plan is to make him the next head coach, maybe that means we have a timeline on okay. Bill. If we find out Mayo has a say in this, that is massive. Not only does that mean that he's in line to be the next how, head coach. How are we going to find that out though? One of those like Jeff, Howell. yeah, I guess not Card. probably Fair. not in a statement like this, but yeah. Um, okay, sure. that not only would confirm that Mayo's the next guy, but that Bill's really like heading out the door, like potential right. final year kind of talk begins. So,
0: right, very, right. very interesting way to push it. Good stuff. Um, well, you got our live reaction. Do you have anything else? Before we kick I'll it? I'll think of like um, five things was... when we pop off here. But I know. For more on good, Twitter at Real Alex to, Barth. I was going to say, a good way to end the show. We'll react. We'll write about it. Check us out on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Mike like Alex at Real Alex Barth. We'll be back next week. Uh, we'll do some Q&A. We'll do more off-season stuff. I'm sure we'll end up touching on this release as well because surely there's more to come out. Um, and then we'll have Miguel Benzin at Pat's Cap on uh, next Thursday to talk Pat's salary cap. So, again, for Alex Barth, I'm Mike Cadlick. Patriots Extending Gerard Mayo Starting offensive coordinators uh, Next week Breaking news So We'll be back next week To break it all down We'll see you next time Thank you guys